Internet friends, and welcome to episode number 120. Yeah, 120 episodes of Final Boss TV, your wild game rating show. I'm your host, my name is Adam KK Bay, and today we are talking about rogues in Legion. Now, we had a lot of feedback from the Warlock show last week, and there'll be slight changes. We're still doing three guests again, even though. I was kind of apprehensive because I didn't want any guests sitting around a long time not talking for a while. So I'll be kind of like poking different parts of the questions to different guests because they've, well, apparently they don't, they don't, they don't play all the specs equally, but we'll get through all the specs again. We'll go through all the artifacts, go through all that kind of nitty gritty. We'll talk about tier 19, all that good stuff and get on the show. And then next week, next week is the pre BlizzCon 2016 special. And some of the guests are already posted on my channel guide, but they're not all confirmed yet, so stay tuned for those, of course, on social media later this week. But without further ado, let's go around the table here real quick and introduce my guests. They are not all in stealth. You actually will be able to see them. But Aethys, welcome to the show. Hello, sir. Hello. Are you ready to talk about nerdy math stuff and rogues today? Oh, uh, maybe not too much. Oh, <laughs> Oh, you're here to talk about demon hunters? Is that what I told? Is that what is this? Yeah. No, no, I don't like demon hunters. I okay. prefer mage. Oh, you're gonna talk about mages? Oh, okay, perfect, perfect. I love it. And Zarian in his dark cave. Hello, sir. <laughs> Hello, everyone. Now you are like trying to live in the the rogue <laughs> cave right now. Yes, it seems. Living in shadows. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> now you're gonna talk about rogue today, right? Eighth is talking about mage. You're talking about rogue, though. Is that is that correct? Uh, I thought that it was enhancement challenge. Oh, that's right. Damn, enhancement <laughs> challenge. That's right. That's right. That's right. That's right. I forgot. I forgot. And there's Vigi, who is actually. Oh, oh yeah. I. <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> I don't see. Nothing's wrong with this. You're totally. This is. Yeah. This is. This is normal. Let me take off your maximum class fantasy. Maximum yeah. class fantasy. <laughs> uh, Captain Morgan is, uh, is is not a sponsor of Final Boss TV. Uh, always drink responsibly, yar mateys. Are you? You might have just destroyed my chat, Midgey. I'm just gonna. I know. I see. You, you I see. may have just destroyed. If you're watching this on YouTube in the future, or listen to it on iTunes or Stitcher or Google Play Music, you're not listening to the. You're not seeing the live response right here. It's pretty good. I like it. It's pretty good. <laughs> Vigilant true outlaw. Yeah, pretty much. Mandatory raiding gear. <laughs> That's pretty good. You don't have to keep the eye patch on the whole show, by the way. I know it's gonna get I, a little. I, I won't. I won't. Okay. Probably not. Okay. Good. Good. Perfect. Um. Oh gosh. You okay there? So, with Legion shows, I do want to always bring on like new guests. Obviously, Vigi's been on the show like seventeen times or whatever, but. Aethys, it's your first time on the show, sir. Why should people on the internet care about what you have to say? What do you do for the rogue community behind the scenes for those that don't know who you are? Little little introduction for you. Go for it. Well, for people that don't know me, I'm the guy who does the behind the scenes of simulation crafts. I do fancy stuff that uh, folks like. And um, I try to make a 
could guide our spreadsheet to to learn to people what to use in game. So I think I'm a trusted paper, but uh, I may be wrong. So don't hesitate to share with me. Your well, you I you do some ridiculous stuff. Let me see. Did you post yeah. that? Yeah, you post that spreadsheet. Let me grab this spreadsheet real quick for chat. Hold on. Because uh, I didn't have this pulled up beforehand because it's just gigantic. Um, for those of you that don't know, a lot of math goes into World of Warcraft. Surprise. Yes. Uh, well, I'm, your, your OneDrive isn't even loading right now. Here, wait. Oh, sorry. Something went wrong. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> wait, here we go. Here we go. Hang on. I reloaded it. Okay, so well, this gigantic... Excel spreadsheet you've created that was last updated literally today. Yeah, I did do, it today. Do you want to like tell me a little bit about what the hell I'm looking at here and all the math that you and shout out some other rogues that that work on this ridiculousness? Well, basically, it's um, a mix of every wizard I uh, I get from Simulation Craft. So basically, I create a program that runs everything for me, and then uh, it updates the spreadsheet so I can know what is what are the best talent, what are the best relics, trinkets, legendary, etc., etc. And uh, I thought it was a good uh, thing to share it with the community. So I build a spreadsheet and I post it on Emerald Champion, <laughs> basically. Yeah, I mean, this is some ridiculous, ridiculous stuff. I have. I'm just kind of showing it off on stream right now. There's just so many different things, and you can plug in different different stuff. It's all a lot of it is like just oh man, it's ridiculous. This is just so much. The, the main difference uh, is that I don't run the sim only on single target patchway fight. I try sure. to do on dual target, and uh, also with ads because in um, in web you don't have only patchwork uh, single target fight. So. I think it was something really important, and I wanted to emphasize it. Yeah, it, it's this is crazy. I mean, I'm pretty sure if if you've used the tool before or you're not in, uh, I'm assuming this is all posted in Ravenholt Rogue Discord, correct? <laughs> yes, yes. Which, speaking of which, thank you, Discord, for sponsoring the episode. That's in a segue a little bit there. Check the link below. If you are rogue, it's not already joined the Ravenholt Discord. Links are below or linked in chat in the channel guide. So you can check that out and join for all the different pins and messages and stuff like that in the, the rogue Discord. Because there's way too much information to go over in one episode of this show. And a lot of it is posted there. It's also like... Uh, oh, go ahead. Uh, uh, so I want to give credit to Skash. He's a friend of me and I saw him in chat. He helped me a lot to build uh, these tools, and I think he deserves credit. <laughs> oh, absolutely. What was his name again? It was... It's uh, Skash. Definitely. I'm going to bring up this other thing that you talked about, that you guys are working on, like, plotting tools for... Yeah, like, it's, like... It's, an, it's a fancy tools that uh, Skash uh, bring it to me, and uh, I was so excited to see it. So we are currently trying to make it uh, a web app, and potentially put it in simulation craft directly. So everyone for, with every classes will be able to generate this. Yeah, this is this is wild stuff. Like it shows like where your like stat weights fall on this 
3D plot, like so, like right, zoom yeah. in, right in. Wait. It's basically an improved version of Stats Weight because it takes in consideration way more parameters. So it's really, really, it's like a heat map, in fact. Yeah. And show you what kind of stats you should aim for. I think, I think while we're setting up the show, I think Vinji summed it up correctly that's saying just like rogues are really nerdy. <laughs> Maybe. Yeah, that's that's some wild stuff. And again, a lot of this stuff is gonna be posted in the in the uh, Ravenholt Discord, so join there for more information about that. But yeah, that's what Aethis does. Zarin, what do you uh what do you help contribute to all this madness? Well I yeah, I, like I occasional I double in simulation craft, but nowhere near what uh Aethis and Sketch do. Like that's a bit of next level things. Like uh I just do some basic APL stuff, so well, also I'm moderating the Ravenhall Discord, but like uh, my main thing I would I, I would like to say I'm doing is like applicating all this crazy math and APL lines and trying to put it into practice, like into rating, just like, like what it means actually, like in common English. So you, you're the guinea pig then. <laughs> yes, yeah, sort of. Test subject or, or whatnot, right. Or sort of resident feel like feel like after. That's fair. And Vigi, you just run Mythic Dungeons all the time, right? You just run Mythic Plus all day. No, uh, oh. basically, I guess you'd say I'm like also a guinea pig. I'm also I'm also like a moderator on Ravenhold. Um, I do try and like also um, when people have questions, I do try and like answer them, put the math and stuff into like practical terms so that they can like. So, like, you know, a rogue who's, like, more casual, doesn't, like, follow everything up, can, like, kind of, like, understand. Yeah. Wait, I, I definitely... I guess I'm, like, also the guinea pig who also does, like, it... hardcore mythic rating. Yeah. Right. Uh, one of my yeah. subs brought up the fact, too, like, I'm the same thing with, like, enhancement shamans. Everyone's like, how do you do this? I'm like, I don't know. Purge and word up just post things. And I'm like, oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. That's fair. So, we spoke about warlocks last week. But how did rogues now make the trip from Warlords to Legion? So, like, is the new combat rogue now outlaw as pirate as it could be? Did the recent buffs to subtlety bring it out of the shadows a bit? Or has, like, assassination really changed all that much? Like, how, how have the, the specs gone from Warlords to, to Legion? And I don't know who wants this topic. You guys can just... Mm, uh, I, I can take. Zarin first. Go. I'll go around back okay. this way. Yeah. yeah. I think. Uh, I think we should. Well, we like uh, got through pretty pretty well. Basically, sub got complete overhaul. It's it went from it was a really enjoyable spec in probably one of the most enjoyable specs during HFC, and it got a major overhaul, going into Legion. Uh, assassination. I want to. It it didn't change much to be honest. And Outlaw, I mean, uh, it's basically combat, but they renamed every ability and slapped a slot machine on top of it. Like, it's not that much of a difference. Hmm. If it's like, uh, I mean, they, uh, the assassination didn't change, like, the only changes to assassination are basically the artifact abilities and some, some of the new talents. Right. For sure. sub, uh, it's... Really, really like spec 
it's a redefined spec to be honest but i i find it personally still really enjoyable it's like i would say pro probably my top spec in legion to be hmm and and Vigi, you both have been playing only outlaw right so how does uh, i haven't been playing only outlaw oh i right now i'm playing like heavily outlaw but that's because i'm having to like pick like um one spec and focus on mythic trial of valor right now mm -hmm. and i do not have the luck of currently having shadow satar boots for sub which kind of makes spec go from like kind of like average to like actually amazing because you can fit in the four shadow strikes every single shadow dance but uh yeah I, i'm playing like outlaw right now if i i don't know the artifact power system is like kind of interesting with ours because like on single target right now our three specs are about five percent with like within a five percent dps of on single target of each other um, like they're not yeah no oh, well, huge... like of each other they're within huh. they're five percent of each other like they're actually relatively even for single target so there's there's no frost mage redhead stepchild of the rogue class. <laughs> not right now, not for the single target. No. Oh, okay. Which hmm. is actually new. <laughs> this is this extension. We're used to having like one spec just being total dog shit. I mean that's how it's supposed to be. Like Blizzard wants it so you play what you want to play within certain reason outside of like the top top guilds. So I don't know, Athos, what do you what do you think? You You've been playing mostly sub, so like one of the questions that I always keep getting is like, you know, should Shub have better AOE or is it fine now? Blah blah blah. Everyone's always concerned about AOE, 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 and subs like super single. I don't know what. What do you think? Um, well, they buffed the Shuriken Storm and since then, and second Shuriken also, which is a artifact, right? And since then, it's uh, way better, but it's still a bit behind uh, during Sustainate Leave, but. On AoE Burst, it's not that bad, and it's not the best. I mean, uh, Assassination and the Outlaw are better do for AoE, but um, Subtlety is a bit better in single target with the White Legendary, so I think it's fine. Hmm. Are you... Anyway, we, we have way more AoE than doing a Warlord of Diner. They buffed a lot so we can Storm and make it uh, a bit relevant, so it was a nice move, I think. Yeah, I thought, like, uh, War Warlord sub was, like, super single target all the time, right? You could never do anything else. Yeah. Okay. Um, basically, the only AoE builder you used was to do more single target finisher. So, <laughs> yeah, it was really, really bad doing uh, for AoE. Hmm. And then, so, I made a guide about simulation craft and pawn. And like how it works, but there are other tools. Like there's that crazy spreadsheet. There's obviously is Shadowcraft still a thing? Like how are these tools still, um, like how, how relevant are they for other rogues? Like is Simsy and Pod good? Should rogues do something else? Like Athos, you're the you're the math guy here. What? Hmm. How do these tools work? Um, I will start with Pawn. In fact, it's a good add-on to give um, a woo idea of what is good and what is bad in game, but it needs to be updated every day. So if you use it, I recommend you to do stat scaling uh, every time you change your gear or you get a new artifact tree. Uh, because if you don't do that, it will vary a lot because basically our secondary stats are very, very close to each other. So 
if you get like uh, 1k ast, uh, it will move a lot uh, the ast value. So if you use it, uh, you have to update your strings every day uh, or so. <laughs> yeah. I, I, um, oh, go ahead. Yeah. I had a YouTube no, no. comment. People asking like, so every time I get a new piece of gear, I have to like update my pawn. And I'm like, pretty much. Yes, yeah. That's right. If you use that scaling, yes. Um, that's why we try to find another tool to uh, avoid this situation. But um, at for this moment, at this moment, you need to to do that because if you don't do that, uh, you will be a bit wrong. Yeah. And then, are there any other tools or like add-ons or weak orders mm. you suggest? I'll go to Aethis first, because then I'll go around to see what everyone else uses. Mm, I don't use. Uh, I mean. I'm building an add-on for me, but uh, for the moment it's not public, so I think the, in a few months I will release it, but uh, until now, I recommend everyone to use Wikora. Uh, on wago.io, you have a lot of Wikora available, so use it and ask uh, to Wif on Discord to share him, uh, to him to share his um, Wikora, or even Xarian to that. Yeah, no, I actually pulled up Zarian's, uh, his little profile on WAG-O-I-O. So these are your weak auras that you've put together, Zarian. And oh, yeah. Are they, are they worth it? Totally. Yeah? So what, <laughs> yeah. you have a whole bunch of things here. So walk me through what we have here. I mean, the, probably the biggest ones or like the, what people seem to like the most is the pandemic Vicoras for rogues uh, because w one thing that kind of changed in Legion that is is that with certain in certain situations you don't really do five only combo point finishers anymore so I know the pandemic situation with rogues is that yeah, the, uh, your like the duration of the pan that pandemic stack takes into account is your next spell not the spell you cast previously so well so you so the pandemic threshold changes pretty much on the uh, like based on the duration. I mean, based on the number of combo points you have at any set moment. So it's dynamic, and the weakora changes it dynamically and then calls your weak uh, like the text of the weakora green if it's refreshable, uh, white otherwise. And I also implemented uh, a snapshotting for assassination, which can snapshot a nice stalker buff or subterfuge buff, and finality snapshotting. Which well, which is what, how finality nightblade works for subtlety. This is, the, uh, this is in your rogues buffs and debuffs all specs, yeah. Oh uh, yeah, correct. Right, yeah, yeah. Buffs and debuffs for all three rogue specs contains pandemic and snapshotting indicators. Nice. Yes. So wait a minute Bender. now. You said. So what snapshots for rogues? Uh, for assassination, it's Nightstalker and Subterfuge. Uh, Nightstalker for Rapture and for Garrot, and Subterfuge for Garrot only. Which, uh, because they buff, like, if uh, it's if you cast it from stealth, it gets 50% buff, and it buffs the entire cast. So that's still snapshots. And for subtlety, it's, of course, uh, finality. If you cast and have finality debuff, the, uh, uh, finality buff, I mean, your, your next uh, Nightblade will hit harder, and uh, nice talker snapshots as well for subtlety. Though you don't really use that one, so it's not 
like uh, I made one for nice lock and the other one for finality because no one is really going to use the nice lock one probably. Hmm. Interesting. I didn't know. There's very few instances of snapshotting still in the game. Like if you're a feral druid, you're like snapshotting. My life and day. I eat, sleep, and breathe it. Um, but uh, okay, interesting. Good to know. Was there something else about add oh, there... or Anything else you suggest? Uh, not really. Like the rest is just like uh, cooldowns and uh, regular buffs and debuffs. Like uh, only really like there are more complex ones are, for example, flickering shadows, which is the subtlety artifact trait that uh, basically when you cast sprint, if you don't take or deal any direct damage over the next three seconds, you vanish. So there's a tracker for it as well. Hmm. Like uh, in a uh, buffer debuff group. Okay. And Vigi, what do you use or, or suggest or recommend for other rogues out there? Is there anything uh, else? I, yeah, I use Vicorus too. It's just really customizable. Like, I don't actually have any of mine posted online. Well, I actually do have some of my outlaw ones posted on, like, a Wowhead guide, which I admittedly have not really had much time to update since Legion came out. Um, yeah. I don't know. Like, yeah, Zarian probably has like more recorders available than I do. My package stuff. So there's no, there's no other. I mean, everyone uses Weekors now, and obviously linking. I mean, I've, I've linked Zarian stuff yeah. in the chat over there. There's nothing else that's like sneaky out there for Rogesy to be aware of. Or I mean, I don't know. Like personally, I I just use like Weekors for everything. Like hodgepodge boss timers, class mechanics, mm. generalized stuff. It's just so easy to use once you learn how to use it. Fair enough. Um, I think you might want to mention maybe Shadowcraft here. It's still sure. like, uh, yeah. it's been useful before and hopefully it will be again. But it's like very much a work in progress right now, just because of the sheer amount of stuff that Legion added to its uh, reworked spec, uh, specs, like Roll the Bones, which is really hard to model um, from a mathematical standpoint, not to mention artifacts and new, ta new talents. So it's still being worked on. Like right now, the subtlety model is pretty reliable, I would say. It's slightly undervalued haste, just because it's very energy efficient since it's mathematical model. So, uh, but the like the assassination model is decent. Like it works with certain talent setups. Certain like uh, certain advanced aren't quite like implemented yet. And outlaw like isn't really there yet, just because we're all the bones really. Bro. Okay, uh, but it's still a relevant thing. So all right. Yeah. Well, let's start diving into the different specs, and we're gonna start with assassination first, because I think it's the probably the most smooth of the three. And then of course we'll go into sub and outlaw. So um, Zarian, Vigi, you guys are up to bat to talk about this kind of stuff. You want to walk me through, um, Vigi, you want to walk me through, like, the pros and cons of different talents, like, different talent builds, and if, like, there are, like, ones to stay away from forever. Um, and Aethys, of course, brought up in the show prep that there are, like, two different builds, basically, for assassination. So, like, what, how does this, how does this work? Uh, okay, so you have your bleed build and your poison build, and... The main differences between the two have to, happen to do with um, 
exsanguinate versus uh, agonizing poison. Uh, exsanguinate, the exsanguinate bleed belt features, um, it is basically just stronger on single target and burst situations in comparison to the agonizing poison belt. Um, the bleed belt, you usually do run hemo. Well, with the poison one, you usually run master poisoner. Right. And, um, and yeah, like another differences between the two is like the poison build mastery has a higher value than the bleed build because the bleed build when it, it it's just like the case that uh like your bleeds just don't benefit from mastery and bleeds damage ends up t uh, making up a huge portion of your damage with the build in comparison to poison. Right. Yeah, I mean, potent yeah. poisons is only poison damage, so... Yeah. And then, and then like, yeah, w with agonizing poison, it then makes it so that your rupture does benefit from mastery due to the effect of agonizing. Hmm. Interesting. Is there... Is... Are, are the two builds really only determined, uh, Zarian, by Master Poisoner and Agonizing Poison and Exsanguinate and Hemorrhage? Like, does the rest of the spec, um, like, is it the same? Like, actually, the, I would the... probably correct one thing there. Actually, sure. uh, as far as I know, both of the specs right now use Elbert Planning as the go-to level 15 talent. Really? Which uh, Master Poisoner having some uh, potential maybe with Agonizing Poison scaling. I don't know, I'm not sure if all the mods have been done there. Because it's lots of like unclear stuff, uh, but yeah, pretty sure right now both specs use elaborate planning as the general go-to talent. Uh, oh. But yeah, like the thing that defines the two the most is uh, agonizing poison, which in process removes deadly poison, of course, which uh, like takes away somewhat like some sort of envenom gameplay, but. Well, the spec spec already has like three abilities that do basically the same thing, like the general and venom. Then you have search of toxins, and then you have the elbert planning, which gameplay-wise they are almost exactly the same. So, like, if you play with agonizing poison, nothing really changes. You're playing the Google assassination. It's the same thing as ever, pretty much. Uh, the like one thing that's Kind of, in a way, with agonizing poison is that you always have to stack agonizing poison to like five stacks on your target, which is a bit like a bit of a hurdle with target switching. And if you play exsanguinate, you you're generally much better with target switching because you don't have to stack anything. Not to mention you have exsanguinate, which is a burst cooldown, a pretty strong one at that, which significantly like. Uh, Increases your effectiveness in like on, with on-demand damage, like for example, let's say sisters on scenarios. True, very true. But yeah, so like, what is the rest? What's the rest of the build then? Um, is uh, and I, I, I guess now if if hmm, because rest is got, uh, rest is just kaki cutter pretty much. Yeah. It's uh, you use always night stalker in order to snapshot your rapture. I mean, there are some situation where like really rare ones where subterfuge may be vaguely better, but nothing like you will encounter often. 
then you have uh, the uh, level 45 row when you where you always take deeper stratagem. Then it's the survival row where it depends pretty much like whether you want cheat death or elusiveness. Like there's nothing DPS related really. It just depends on your on the needs of the raid. Sure. Then you have the CC row that should have been like in. I have no idea why it existed. It should be in the PvP tree probably. Uh, then you have the one where you choose between uh, exsanguinate and agonizing poison, and one talent that doesn't exist called alacrity or alacrity. <laughs> and then you have uh, uh, then you have the level hundred row, which is pretty much always when a rush like you can in PvE. You can like you in PV you always take when a marsh pretty much like the other options are death from above and mark for that which aren't that useful to be honest. DFA just got buffed recently. Did it just wasn't wasn't strong enough to make it worth it still? Oh, did what get buffed? Oh, death from above did. Um, still, just it wasn't. Not stronger enough, is it really? It's fun. Uh, that was subtlety only, I think. Uh, oh, okay. Oh. It was like how it's affected by mastery. Interesting. Um, it was all spec, but in fact, um, you rarely use it in single target. But um, uh, sustained leave, it's a good alternative. Hmm. Uh, I mean, not for assassination, but for uh, subtlety. And outlaw also, but uh, it depends. Okay, so back on like, I guess I'm just trying to just make sure. Because so, you talked about how there's two different gearing priorities. Because I was always wondering about why my rogue is stacking verse and not mastery. So if you go exsanguinate, it's basically like a very verse focused build. So like I was wondering what what are the stat priorities then? For assassination, like where where do your secondaries lie for the two different two different builds? Then, uh, well, it's no, the poison build is like a bit of a news one. Like if uh, by the looks of what it is sent today with the forty plots, but uh, for exsanguination, uh, exsanguinate, it, it should be versatility. But you always want uh, like a certain amount of crit for both of the. For both of the assassination specs, just because how much it benefits from critical strike, mm -hmm. like the threshold is somewhere around like there's no exact number, but 40 to 50 percent, something something like that. You want a decent amount of, of crit, just to have enough uh, combo points. Then it's uh, mastery, which is nah, not that great for exsanguinate, and actually one of, I think the best stat for the agonizing poison build. And then you have haste, which is pretty much well, kind of like worthless. Well, wait a minute. But haste is worth. I mean, I guess you, for, for assassination. For assassination, right? Sure. Okay. Just because it has no haste hooks, and you don't benefit that much from the additional uh, energy region. Okay. So you're looking at the bleed build that would be verse crit, mastery haste, and then you just flip. The two mastery and verse. If you're doing the poison build, you just go like mastery crit verse haste. Just flip the two around in priority. Yeah, I think that should be something like that. Hmm. But uh, as with like pretty much everything right now, the exact priorities depends on the on your current gear, so it's not like always that way. Right. Sure. 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 
okay. How about looking at the artifact then? So the King Slayers, which are the artifact rogue, artifact for the assassination rogue. Um, I have the graph up here on the screen. Vigi, you want to walk me through like the, the 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 big benefits of like the golden dragons and whatnot for assassination? Like, wow. Uh, yeah. So with assassination, uh, your biggest trait is going to be a lot of the assassinated, which um, basically there's a chance whenever you apply rupture that for the next 10 seconds on that target, your rupture will deal 100% more damage, which that trait actually has some interesting uh, sync with uh, Exsanguinate. Um, your second big golden trait would be Vagatrix, because that's the second trait you get since it's so close. Basically, it helps AOE damage and increases mastery scaling. Uh, third one's just um, from the shadows, which applies a dot on the target whenever you cast a Vendetta. And another one I should mention, it's not a golden trait, but Surge of Toxins. Um, basically, your poisons do increase damage on the target whenever you cast a finishing move. Yeah, how... I want to back you up here. How does Blood of the Assassinated work with Exsanguinate? Because it... These tooltips, I'm sure you guys have figured this out. So, Rupture has a chance to infect your target, increasing damage dealt via Rupture by 100% for 10 seconds. It's RPPM, I would assume. Is there, like, do you try to react to it? Or if it happens, it's great. If it doesn't, then, oh well. Uh, yeah, for the most part. Like, it is a bit RNG. Um, there, something we were doing on beta, but I'm not exactly sure if it's still the case, is um, opening up with, like, a one or two combo point rupture. And then, like, applying a six combo point rupture for the pandemic effect, mm -hmm. the Anaid Stalker. But since they changed Exsanguinate from, like, 400 down to 200% increased lead tech, I'm honestly not sure if they still do that. Mm -hmm. still it's just the case, because um, the fact is uh, what you want is a big, big rupture duration, because it will be a lot reduced. So that's why you do a low CP rupture and then you uh, vanish to apply the Nostalker snapshot and do a six uh, combo point uh, rupture. Also why um, the Persetagem is so good and why it's so in a, a six combo point is because the scaling is not linear, it's a bit more for rupture. That's why uh, it's so insane. And that's why Exanguinate uh, is really good. Yeah, when I was doing my beta testing, what I when I saw assassination, I, I looked at that talent and I, it was like it. Obviously, it almost always will proc on the pull normally, but if you just if it doesn't, then you're just like, okay, you don't really play around it. But it seems like a big swing in like RNG throughout the course of a fight because it might proc like when a mob is about to die, and then your RPPM is screwed up because it's it's gone. It there there it goes. It's gone for the next. Who knows how long, but that's a weird one. That's a weird one for sure. Because everything else seems so mostly consistent. I mean, Bag of Tricks drops the puddle pretty consistently, it feels like. And then, I've reported it. I'm so sorry, Assassination Rogues. It's still so loud, but I, I don't 
anyone else with me that From the Shadows is so damn loud? <laughs> it's so loud. I hate it. I don't play with game sounds. No! Uh, I, I usually don't play with game sounds either, to be honest. <sighs> it's so loud. The rogue just sharpens knives for 20 seconds every minute. It's so damn loud. But, and that's the build I brought up on screen multiple times. It's it's pretty straightforward, honestly, for that. I mean, because your, your utility abilities are so, like, you get them at the very end of everything. Like, you get, you get the last little bit of balanced blades, and you get Shadow Swiftness, and then you just get Shadow Walker at the very end of it. And that's the whole, whole kit and caboodle there. Oh, I guess you would, you get... Fade in the shadows, then you are in the corner. But yeah. Hmm. Yeah, it's a really straightforward artifact trait. Yeah, it definitely is. Of course, these are linked in the um, Icy Veins guides or, of course, in Ravenholt if you want the images as well. Uh, we talk about relics real quick. I just wanted to make sure is there like an eye level difference that a non DPS trait? is better to take for the eye level bonus? Like, is there like a mathematical, is it like a two, three, four kind of thing? How does that- It's like the most of the, uh, I'm not sure what the numbers are for assassination right now, but the, the, most of the DPS traits are on average, like let's say 30 relic eye level swords. And like that, that's the rupture ones. Then you have the, you in certain situations where one the, like triple vendator relics and at that point you're like willing to drop quite a few eye levels like especially since weapon damage is not that valuable for assassination mm. yeah that's a weird switch that's a good point yeah because having obviously master assassin probably is pretty good i would imagine um like yeah like master alchemist even gushing wound so, how many eye levels did you think? Like, if, if you were... Because people always want to know. Like, if you had a plus three or four, and it was Shadow Walker, but you would lose a one in Master Assassin, you wouldn't take it? You'd keep the Master Assassin? Mm -hmm. uh, we have, like... Oh, we have, yeah. like, a spreadsheet for this. Oh, yeah. Is that... That's true. Is that all your gigantic, ridiculous spreadsheet? No, oh, it's, it's not yet in, uh? but uh, since Cash is a bit uh, away... At the moment, I'm planning to add it in because uh, previously it was a Scash spreadsheet, but um, everything is not updated. Um, to give an example to people, um, in uh, Agonizing Poison build, you prefer um, Mythic plus uh, Vendetta uh, relics over every Emerald Nightmare relics. Uh, it's like more than 20 level difference wow. uh, because the tray is really, really, really good. So you just don't you, you just take you take the eye level hit overall and you just keep the damn. Mm. The, the thing is um Rupture is scaling um over the attack attack power. So weapon damage uh does do not have a big impact. That's mm. why the level is not that much important. But um and uh, the tray is really, really good. And I guess the secondaries don't scale, and the like the agility doesn't scale enough on those eye levels to make the difference, huh? Yeah. Hmm. Damn. You 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 get barely agility on weapons, so even if you increase the level, it's not enough to uh, 
to be better than uh, the two with uh, 20 or even 30 uh, less level. Wow. So my advice is uh, do Metic Plus <laughs> because M1 Nightmare relics are a bit bad Damn. for assassination. Now, we, in the show setup, I tried and I understood this a little bit more. So how about assassination uh, legendaries? Which one should you shoot for? And how does like the hierarchy of those working out? And this is, I do believe this is in that gigantic drive of yours too on like one of the last tabs. But, but um, yeah, Zarya, what, what, what legendaries are the best, like top to top to bottom for assassination? Um, pretty much the best one is the bracers. Like the second one is uh, the insignia of Ravenhold, which is like decent for all these all of the packs. Then you have uh, uh, the boots, and then like the only kind of like uh, universal ones that are shared, shared across several packs. So the, the bracers, though, number one. Yeah, so it's like, I, I don't remember what they are called. I've tried, I have no idea. I don't have... Oh, yeah, Pride, Pridus is the best legend. Aethys, yeah, why are you trolling in my chat while you're... Come on now. <laughs> Come on now. Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah. <laughs> it's totally fine. It's it's apparently a big thing in the Ravenhold Discord. You guys have a command for that, those that necklace of the ring. Uh, and then, Vigi, what about trinkets for the Assassination Rogue? And I, I put in the notes, like, there are changes coming to trinkets in 7.1. Like, most of the Nightmare ones are still kind of like, eh. But we have Karazhan uh, well, and Trial of Valor, too. Yeah, for Assassination right now, you're probably best... Actually, for all three specs, you're probably best off, like, getting a high eye-level socketed Six Feather fan. Because the shrink is just like extremely good. Mm -hmm. uh, I don't know. Like a lot of the trinkets we have right now available to us are kind of meh. Like I believe like another the other trinkets for assassination currently are like hunger of the pack from Halls of Valor again on like a high eye level. So. But nothing really else. I I I'm the same boat with the six hundred fan. Yeah, I mean it's like. So. Basically, you want passive stat stuff with like more passive stats. Sure. It, it's kind of like eh. I, I mean, like some of the other mythic plus. Like a lot of it's going to depend on like what you get lucky with from mythic plus. Hmm. Like there are other trinkets like um, like bloodthirsty instinct, tempered egg, uh, um. memento. Where it's like if you get them at a high eye level, they're okay. Athis, what's up? Um, on my uh, website, there is a trinket list and also on the Scash website. So it's updated at least every week. So if there is a fix on, uh, on the game or uh, on Simulation Craft, because uh, some trinkets are a bit uh, dark for us, because uh, it's uh, everything is our side and not Leon's side. So we have to guess them. Uh, so you have a full trinket list for every spec. Uh, with the best talent and uh, every scenario, so single target, uh, uh, I mean patchwork with one, two or three targets and uh, one target with add. So if you want to have a list, uh, you can go there. Yeah, I was looking at, there's a giant list I see. I don't know how updated this is. It's, it's like beta, 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 not all classes supported <laughs> yet, blah, blah, blah. Um, it does have... 
Uh, he, yeah, this only goes... Just a fix is to get. Yeah, this is only scaling to 8.6.5, so I assume it's still not all updated. I mean, that... I, I bring these up because I didn't know if there's any outliers, but obviously this is a, definitely a question that'll come up and be pinned and notified, of course, in the Discord when you figure out trinkets and when, when Karazhan trinkets come out, because there are some juicy ones, apparently. Um, the Karazhan trinkets coming out and then Trial of Valor, which the rest of the gear from those are not going to be like, uh, but the trinkets, though, because Nightmare trinkets are pretty... Um, fair um, enough. In fact, Emerald Nightmare has, uh, Trinket has been outfixed, and since then, uh, if you want AP for Assassination, or if you play Subvety, the one from Ignot is very good, and the Ursoc one is the best for every spec. So, since they fixed it, they are not that bad. But yeah, uh, for example, Anger of the Pack from All of Valor is a very, very good Trinket, uh, if you can get it uh, with a very high level. Hmm. Fair enough. And about about Trail of Valor, it's a bit early to say about it because um, we can't really test them. But uh, yeah, in one or two weeks, uh, we will have a clear idea of them. Oh sure. I think. Absolutely. There's only so much future proofing we can do on the show with things that aren't out yet. But speaking of things that aren't out yet, how about the tier 19 set coming out for assassination? So the Doomblade Battle Gear, of course, for all three. The two-piece is that Mutilate also causes the target to bleed for 25% additional damage over six seconds. 20% of the damage of the Mutilate. And then Venom deals 8% additional damage per bleed on the target. Which I believe you can only have, is it three bleed? Or four, I guess, if you can stun the mob. Um, and uh you take right so I mean, how it would depend if the mutilate one counts as a bleed if, if what counts as a bleed like the one you get from the two sets yeah. mutilate oh. which we don't know yet oh that's true so you could have five technically on uh, the no target. hemorrhage isn't bleed oh it's a debuff it just it's not a bleed so oh so it's only three i'm talking so you you could have internal bleeding on stun targets not always active but then you yeah. mostly just have rupture and garot, 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 and then if the if the two set counts. But how does it how does it work out in the end, Zarian? These look pretty strong, though. Yeah. I mean, they're they're like boring, boring but decent. <laughs> oh, okay. Which um, out of the six set, because tier 19 sets and going forward, they're all six pieces. Is there like a preferred four piece and like two pieces you'll just ditch in the trash? What's like the two pieces you won't want to wear? I mean, it will depend on st like what stats you have. And also if you can get like a high eye level of the, I think it's like the Surama set, like uh, which is uh, hands and uh, feet. And it's like a 3000 mastery proc, which like Ooh. with with a very decent uptime, I think it's something around 30%. And if you get uh, get uh, like a decent eye level of those ones, then you want uh, like the other four slots filled out with uh, regular tier. Interesting. Yeah, and then Chad brings up apparently the, the Morose trinket from Karazhan is a bleed as well. So would a trinket that puts a bleed up also cause Venom to do more damage? Hmm... 
Yeah, it will depend if it counts as a bleed or not. Like, it's, there's, it's not that consistent. Sure. This is all work for Aethys to do, right? This is all him. He do all the math. Yeah. Oh, uh, I think it will work, but until we got them, we got we got it. Uh, it's hard to guess. We will see. <laughs> no, definitely. We really, no, no one's really had a chance to test like actual tier bonuses, so we don't know how they work, really. Right, or or how many interactions they have, so... Exactly. Right. Because if it gives you a bleed, does that bleed count? If a trink gives you a bleed, does that bleed count? Yeah, interesting. Love to Do see. feral bleeds count, though? <laughs> well, it's per bleed you have on the target, I hope. I don't want to... I mean, I'm, the, the Warlock HFC stupid Roaring Blaze bug existed, so I'm not even gonna... It'll happen. Watch. Stack... Sack assassination rogues and feral druids, and the assassination rogues damage just goes. <laughs> so, anything else about rotational overviews or optimizations on how assassination works? Anything you wanted to like leave them with? That you have to make sure they remember to do properly. No, uh, it's pretty much for poison bill. It's keep as high uptime as on elaborate planning as possible, and like don't fuck up rapture uptime. That's pretty much it. And yeah. for uh, for egg sanguinate, it's just like get. Uh, I mean, it's not as important as it was before the egg sanguinate nerf. But it's just like get proper egg sanguinates, like line it up with uh, like vendetta and buffs and trinkets, rocks, stuff. Hmm. Because yeah, someone asked in chat about we talk about sanguinate. We have. Like, Vigi, how is, like, the Exsanguinate priority work? Like, you just have, you only have the two bleeds, right? But you want to make sure you pandemic your rupture, correct? Yeah, you want to make sure you have, like, your bleeds are, like, freshly applied before you actually hit Exsanguinate, because otherwise you kind of waste your Exsanguinate. And you also know... Yeah. Oh, you you also don't want to clip your bleed before it ends after you use Exsanguinate, because... Otherwise, again, you will lose out on text of the bleed. Yeah, that, that's what I was going to bring up before my phone yeah. started beeping because the timer on this segment. But um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because if you refresh rupture while an exsanguinated rupture is ticking, you're wasting benefit. Yeah. Okay. Fair enough. And please ask Blizzard to turn off the stupid, crazy sharpening knives noise from Vendetta. It's so bad. It's so, so bad. Um, and of course, everything else. Any any like do's and don'ts by chance? I don't know, Athos, do you have anything you want to add for Assassination Rogue? Things to like steer away from? You, you, I mean, no shadow focus? No vigor? Um, no, that's funny. <laughs> um, in heavy AoE, Alacrity is good. Like, uh, it's not the case in Emerald Nightmare, but uh, let's talk about a conceal fight if you get any uh, in night all uh, alacrity is really good if you can keep it up because um, it lets you spam a lot more but besides that besides that uh, the build is pretty straightforward hmm. well fair enough I'll take a little quick mid-show break here and then we'll, of course we'll break down the other two rogue specs so again big shout out of course 
to Discord for sponsoring this episode and a lot of my YouTube videos right now, of course. You can check the link below, the link in my channel guide, as well as if you're watching on YouTube right now, there will be a link in the video description box below to join the different class Discord links. You can also join the Final Boss TV Discord to get up-to-date announcements, see all the dank memes, I don't know, but mostly the general chat in the Final Boss TV Discord is where if you have questions, upcoming shows, that only way you can actually ask me for questions to put into the show notes is going to be in the class Discord general chat channel. So check the links down below for the different Discord links as well, and of course if you want the, the rogue up-to-date stuff in the Ravenholt. And also, if yeah, I'm playing the chat on that one, stupid rogues, silly, silly. Uh, also, if you want to help support the stream and the show and everything I'm doing here, you can always, I have a Patreon page with monthly unlocks and things that we still have not ever grasped yet. I would love to open the Molten store. There's also going to be some changes to it as well, too. So those of you that are currently supporting me on Patreon, I'm going to be doing a rework and uh, of the tier bonuses and whatnot uh, soon-ish. And then, of course, got to give a big shout out to the assistant producers of the show right now, of course, Erdwin, Truffles, Deathscythe, Pally, and Ludovicus for their continued support. They're way too nice. And everyone else that is supporting me, thank you as well. Links below the stream as well to other social media. Of course, if you don't catch the show live, it does go up on YouTube. So every day after, we're also on MP3 only, like podcast version on Stitcher Radio, iTunes, and Google Play Music, just as audio only. So you can check the links down below for YouTube, everything else as well. Just search Final Boss TV on the MP3 websites. You should, I should pop right up. So, rogue time. Subtlety breakdown. So, Aethys, this is basically your show-ish for the next little bit of time here to break down. Of course, we'll have the other rogues chime in. But, subtlety rogues. Do you want yes. to walk me through, like, hopefully the spec has some variation, but it, it might not. You want to walk me through the, you know, the pros and cons of the sub-rogue talents real quick, sir? Yeah. Hmm. <laughs> Basically, you have one build. Um, I mean, the first, the three first row is um, Weapon Master, Subterfuge, Deeper Stratagem. Why? Uh, the reason is Master Subtlety doesn't work on Akari, and uh, Weapon Master is currently buried. So it means that uh, it's the best talent, no matter what, in every situation. About the Night Stalker, Subterfuge, Shadow Focus. Um, Subterfuge is better because it's two seconds on Shadow Dance. And um, Night Stalker and Shadow Focus has been nerfed compared to, uh, for example, Assassination or what it was doing Warlord of Draenor. Because uh, you Shadow Dance more often, uh, so you get more buff. And um, now Night Stalker is only 10%, so it's very, very bad. And the energy saved by Shadow Focus is uh, not that much since we have more tools to save energy in both our talent tree and the passive and artifact tree. Hmm. Oh, um, can, you, can we go back to the tier 15s for just a moment? Did you talk about how you said Weapon Master is the only choice? Yes. And it's because um, it's bugged. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's one of the bugs we got. 
Uh, in fact, our artifact ability, Gorm or Bite, uh, is not very good, but if Weapon Master proc on the Gormobite as a main hand part or off end part, uh, it does 15 times the damage. So you can get from 1 million to 4 million damage from the proc, which is insane for one GCD. Yeah, the but that's, <laughs> that's, that's not supposed to happen. Um, I mean, it, yeah. it, it could technically, but it, you don't, you don't get you don't get the extra resources from Gorma's bite if it weapon master procs, right? You just get the damage. No. Yeah, it's uh, it's also bugged because you should get the energy and the combo point, but uh, you only get uh, the damage and the damage are way 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 superior than what it should be. Yeah. That's weird. Cuz I was looking at like this tier being awkward cuz I thought like gloom blade would actually be worth it because it ignores armor mm. with its shadow damage, but not worth it. Yes. Huh? The thing is, Gloom uh, Blade would be good if we backstab a lot, but since we basically use Shadow Dance every 10 or 15 seconds, we use a way more Shadow Strike than backstab, so Gloom Blade is a bit bad. Hmm. And we just ignore it. Okay. Well, if, next uh, we we did not have the bugs, uh, it would be Master Supplative for single target and Weapon Master for AoE since the chance for Weapon Master are per target and not per cast. Huh. Oh, wait. wait. The, the abilities of a 6% chance hit the target twice yes. each time you do the damage. That's per target, yes. not per cast? Yes. Is it so if you have five targets, which you can storm, you get a way more chance to get a second puck than if you have only one. Wow. Okay. How about? F All right. Keep going. I'll I'll stop slowing you down now. I just wanted to make sure I confirmed that this this nonsense. All right. Go for it. <laughs> um, for the level thirteen, uh, thirteen. I mean, uh, nice. As I said, nice talker is bad because of the nerf doing better. So we just ignore it. Uh, even if it's snapshots, and uh, it would it could be a good idea to snapshot it. Uh, with finality Nightblade, uh, the number are just uh, too low to be worse. And it's the same with Shadow Focus. We have too many tools to gain back energy, like Master of Shadows, the level uh, under Talon, and also what we got in the artifact. So Subterfuge is just too good to be to, to not be taken. Okay. About the level 45, um, the, in fact, the Stratagem is good when you got enough gear, but if you don't have many, uh, I mean, a lot of asts, or if you got a high latency, it might be good to take Vigor instead, so you're unsure to get enough GCD per Shadow Dance, um, because if you lose one GCD in, uh, in every Shadow Dance, uh, you will lose a way more load DPS than the difference be uh, between Deeper Stratagem and Vigor. So I have to stop you again here because I was curious. Again, back in my beta yes. testing, all these the talk about sub was like, we're going to have to take anticipation just because we need the amount because just how we build combo points that we're just going to have all these combo points flying everywhere and we need to have the extra, the, you know, the, 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 the buffer, basically, but anticipation mm. not didn't work out that way in the end. 
No, because in fact, Deeper Stratagem is like a mini anticipation mm. and uh, using 5CP or 6CP finisher is uh, the same uh, in a nutshell for Subtlety. So the good thing from anticipation or uh, I mean for Subtlety or, or already in Deeper Stratagem. So that's why Deeper Stratagem is really good. And mm. also you get uh, the, dam uh, the damage modifier, uh, which scale really well with our mastery so that's why it's the best talent but okay. as i said vigor can be an alternative depending on your setup basically all right next up. um yeah about the 61 uh by default we take cheat death because it's like uh, having a second chance but on some fights like i think scenarios you could be using uh, either shooting darkness or either elusiveness, depending on your strat, because you don't have height spike damage. Um, right. So if your strategy is to hit the boss during the turn, uh, shooting darkness is a good talent, but be careful on the stomp, because uh, if you don't have cheat death and you are not enough in, uh, you might die. True, true, true. I think it's the only boss where you hesitate. Um, it's maybe the, the case for your sock also, because uh, if you want to hit the boss from behind, you you will be in the AOE, I don't remember the name. Um, so having shot in darkness is not that bad, but by default we want to this. Okay. That's not, I don't know, the, the CC talent is probably super situational, so yeah. what about 90 and 100? Um, about the 90, uh, you basically take by default premeditation because it's the best talent, but on AV AOE situation, which which we do not encounter during Emerald Nightmare, uh, you might want to take Alacrity because if you can't keep the stack, uh, like for example in Mythic Dungeon, uh, Mythic Plus Dungeon, if you are sure you will have the all the stack, you might be winning it. But if you're a bit lazy, because it's way, it's way harder than um, Outlook to maintain the stack, because you don't have, you don't uh, win market for death by default, and you don't have what's the bone, I mean, a non-damaging uh, finisher. Oh, right, right, right. It's, bit, it's better to use permutation because it's way harder to maintain the stack uh, with the liquidity. And enveloping shadow is not really good. <laughs> oh no! Are you you can't you can't tell me that spending combo points to get combo points back, but slower, but more of them is not good. Come on, man. Well, it's a bit weird. I I don't I don't really understand what they wanted, but um, uh, in fact, premeditation is the same, but with uh, shadow strike. So I mean, it's way more reliable. So just one premeditation by default. Fair enough. Now, how about 100s? Mm, the last one, by default, you take Master of Shadow, but uh, in Mythic Plus Dungeon, uh, like in Black Rook Old, you might want to win Market for this because you have a lot of ads, so you can get uh, a lot of wizards. Basically, if you can get more than three wizards per minute, it's better to get Market for this than Master of Shadow. And Death from Above is used uh, basically on Concealed Fight. 
uh, he, I mean uh, on heavy cliff fight because uh, it gives you uh, since the buff it gives you very very good uh, burst uh, on target so it's a good uh, talent on council fight now would you like if you're if you're wiggling around with death from above as sub though would you try to like always game it from stealth, I would assume you try to right to get the extra damage bonus into it as well, and just stack like ridiculous amounts of. Not only would you have a six mm. stack, like you'd have a six combo point deeper stratagem, death from above, and would you also try to do it from stealth for the stealth bonuses, or just normally? Um, in fact, we don't benefit from stealth uh, bonus. I mean, on our finisher. Okay. Uh, it's uh, the only buff we got is finality, uh, and it's on the second part of Death from Above, which is a bigger eviscerate. Since the buff, it's a good talent, but um, we, you just use it on CD uh, when you have the talent. Okay. And with uh, at least uh, five combo points. But normally Master of Shadows. Yeah, Master of Shadow is uh, our baseline talent because... Uh, the more energy we got, the more uh, finisher we can do, and the more um, depending shadow proc we got, so we reduce the shadow dance uh, GCD. Hmm. Basically. Fair enough. Yeah, no, sorry. Yeah, yeah. We, we don't go over... We're not doing Night Stalker. That's why I was kind of curious if you did Night Stalker shenanigans, but I also don't know. I'm about to ask about the artifact weapon to see if there's any like damage bonuses you get for being in stealth, but... Apparently, apparently not. Yeah. Um, if it was 50%, it would be a good alternative. But mm -hmm. since they nerfed it to 10%, uh, it's not really worse. Hmm. Was there anything either of you wanted to add, Vigi or, or Zarian, on sub talent stuff? I don't know how much you've dabbled in each of these. Well, Apparently, the, the hotness is you go outlaw and sub now. You don't even touch assassination, so... But... Well, Zarya, I, played sub, I played sub well, pretty much since they announced the hotfixes, like, exclusively. So, uh, like, I have some experience with it, I would say. But yeah, I think I discovered pretty well most of the time choices. Like, there's not that much to consider there. Yeah, I, I haven't really played much sub since beta. But... Um, yeah, he covered most of the talent traces pretty well. Yeah, Probably better I, than either of us could. So. I, I, it's weird the things that I thought were going to be, like, really important and predominant after beta testing the like, anticipation, and, um, there was a lot of back and forth about enveloping shadows and I was beta testing about how it's really good for pooling tons of combo points in a row, and it helps you just keep getting more and more. Not, not really that... Interesting. Hmm. Okay. Uh, the thing with enveloping shadows is that we just ended up dancing too frequently, so we always mm. get more combo points from shadows. To, uh, what's the premeditation? Okay. And with anticipation, there's that thing, as I just mentioned, that you can use deeper stratagem as sort of many anticipation and minimize combo point waste that way. Sounds good to me. So let's walk through the fangs of the devourer then which is your, your artifact as well. So we have the, you have two different paths for this that I'll bring up on screen. One is for pure single target, which is very straightforward. There's only three paths. Like there's three lines that you, you go for it on here. But 
the AOE one gets a little more complicated. Uh, Athos, what's what's the 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 predominant feel on the uh, the artifact weapon for for sub? Mm, I recommend the mixed one because in mythic plus dungeon it's really good, but if you just uh, do res and uh, you don't have many AOE to do. Uh, you can go the single target. I mean, the pure single target one. But the difference in single target is very minimal. While in AOE, it's very high. It's like uh, in one percent for single target, but in AOE, it's like ten percent. So that's why I recommend the mixed one. That's fair enough. Yeah, it's it's weird looking at like the mixed one because it just goes it goes all over the dang place you I mean you obviously both of them start out and they go the almost the exact same you both go towards finality yes like finality is a go-to uh tray it's the best uh, golden tray we get absolutely but you go different directions to get there on both of these <laughs> yes because, because if you go the upper pass you can get uh, all three major uh, faster than if you go the lower pass. The, that's why. Interesting. It's you get so many like defensives when you go the upper path, but I guess I mean that's yeah. Huh. But you want to get. I mean, as as it shows here, you definitely want to get back and around to to uh, Akari Soul. And then Shadow Nova is always last. It's yeah. like on both of these. Yeah. Yes, it's always the last. The important way in the artifact are Demon Kiss, which increases uh, Nightblade damage, Gut Reaper, which increases the uh, critical chance of every weight. It's a uh, very, uh, I mean, it's an underrated way, uh, but it's a very good one. It's uh, as much as it's good as much as a shadow strike one i don't remember the name uh precision strike and the last one is energetic stabbing which is really good in single target but when you get more gear and uh, when you have a way to do it's uh, the most useless way because you don't anymore use shadow strike that's right and same apply to precision strike right it's this is kind of a more complicated artifact compared to assassination which is why i wanted to make yeah. sure we bring it it up it's it's weird with like the mixed path you definitely get i mean the, the biggest differentiation here is you get second shuriken like super early uh comparatively in the full single target you like it's last <laughs> you just ignore it's because it. second shuriken yeah, it's because Shigan Shuriken works only on Shadow Strike, um, Shuriken Storm. So if you just want to use Shadow Strike, uh, it's a useless uh, trait. Fair enough. Yeah. I mean, and the, the trait that is always good in a single target and AoE, and which is the best uh, every time, is a Demon Kiss. So the one that increases Nightblade damage. True. Because. Uh, our main damaging ability in single target is Nightblade, and our main ability to do damage in AoE is uh, also uh, Nightblade, because basically you multi Nightblade every target you have in range. Right, right, right. Because the way you, 
adding extra AoE as subtlety is still had not change where you basically get a shuriken sort of multiple targets and you fill your combo points up and then you knife blade something and then you do it again and you tab target and you knife blade something and that's how you it's very feral druidy in that sense where they just you know tab rip rake whatever and go forward so but feral druids and AoE <laughs> I mean what uh, uh so is the same relic bonus thing for like a, for sub the same way as assassination? Are there traits that it'll just take all the time over eye level, or does eye level mean more? Um, uh, eye level means more because shadow strike is weapon damage scaling. Mm. I mean, it's weapon damage. Uh, so since it's a good ability, you you need uh, you want to take in consideration eye uh, level because it's a uh, important key. And the thing is, uh, most of our way, or even, I mean, if you take Gut Reaper, Demon Kiss, Precision Strike, Energetic Saber, all of them are good. So, but most of the time, you will just take the bigger high level one. But just be careful of the Tway because the backstab one is really bad. <laughs> so, mm. be sure to take one of the four uh, big Tway and. Uh, and if you have uh, any doubt, you, you can submit on Simulation Craft, ask Mr. Robot or Shadowcraft, or even ask in Discord uh, channel for advice. Sounds good to me. Uh, Zarian, you're my, you're my go-to on these legendaries right now. So what are the legendaries looking like for, for Sub Rogue? Uh, with Sub, the thing, uh, there's one. There's the legendary boost, which is kind of OP. Well, to say the least. Shadow Satyrs. Yeah, sh Shadow Satyrs walk. Uh, it re it refunds, I think it's 10 energy per every Shadow Strike, plus uh, additional energy depending on which, uh, like, what range did you cast it from, because you can Shadow Strike from 15 yards. Uh, and the biggest strength of this one is basically it allows you to get 100% of the time the full Shadow Strike in your uh, in your uh, in every shadow dance, unless you're casting symbols of that, of course, then you do just three shadow strikes and one, uh, one symbols of that. Because if you don't have this legendary, you're unless you have absolutely ridiculous haste. So during bloodlust, or uh, you have the I think it's uh, possible with an energy neck from Court of Stars or as well. But uh, usually you just can't reliably do two shadow strikes, eviscerate, and do, then two shadow strikes again because of, I think it's like like or seretics or something. It's just really inconsistent in that regard. You, you need either energetic stabbing procs or relentless strike proc and boot, the boots enable you to do it 100% of the time. Not to mention they give you a lot of energy, energy as well and energy or just resources for are really valuable for subtlety in general. Just mm -hmm. because there's like so much, yeah, just because like everything is so intertwined, like uh, energy gives you more combo points, more combo points give you more energy, and at the same time they reduce CD of dance, dance gives you more energy, and also more, more uh, effective CP generation through Shadow Strike, which just goes all the way like through style again, so which makes energy and combo points really valuable for subtlety. Right. So more resources leads to more resources. Yeah, exactly. Right. Sub yeah. is that still very true with subtlety? Is that you you kind of like drown in combo points sometimes, just like how the spec plays. So you always try yeah. to keep up. 
But yeah, but you really want to minimize it. It's like one of the key parts of the subtlety gameplay in 7.0 right now. Like minimizing resource loss is the most important thing. And they aren't exactly like making it easy for us, especially with like the tier bonus and these boots and other things. Right. Yeah, you're getting yeah. get ahead of me on that one. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But uh, like just to re- return to the legendaries, then you have the bracers, which are like decent. They prolong your oh. uh, shadow base uptime. Like nothing that big, but yeah, they are pretty decent single target. The uh, insignia of Ravenhold is very powerful as well. It uh, gives you a good like cleave on two to three targets, where, which is where sub isn't that great compared to the other ones, just because you don't get that much of a benefit from Shuriken Storm. And you have the cape, which, I mean, it's kind of bad in rates, but it gives you one thing that sub subtly likes by default, which is burst for like priority targets, so, which is kind of like makes up for the general DPS loss. And it's also great for Mythic Plus dungeons. Like every, I got the cape as my first legendary and I never played anything else than subtly in Mythic Plus again, just because it's extremely powerful there. Mm. And then you have, of course, like the shared ones, like uh, Cynidaria, I don't know why it exists, uh, Will of Valira, which is like some utility, but uh, not like, it's not like rogues you like need that much more survival. And then the meme ones, like uh, Neck and right, uh, Sebos. Yeah. I, I just got the Neck, what, two days ago? So, talking about sound clutter as well, I've definitely reported that can we get the sound of the Powered Shield flom to go away from the necklace? It's in the same realm as the stupid vendetta for assassination. It's just so annoying. Um, Vinji, you have the belt, though. So, I mean, like, that yeah, belt was I mean, talked like, about. Yeah, is, like, okay on, like, the opener and turn sure. tops, but it does nothing outside of that. Well, they, they I, I bring the belt up because they, they talked yeah. about that. Uh, Watcher talked about that on the last uh, Q&A. So... I didn't actually see buff what it? about Cinderia. Oh, hopefully they changed change slash buff they never really said but they, he brought up that that is one of like the the kind of legendaries that are not like they were like eh oop maybe yeah I mean like Cinderia is not like awful it's just there are better options for like all the specs is the thing it's true it could have been worse uh, I could have gotten I could have gotten Pridas um come on now I'm right here <laughs> um <laughs> How about any, any trinkets of mention? Do you want to bring up Aethys before I bring up the tier 19? Um, basically, you the two Emerald Nightmare trinkets are really good. So Earthshock one and Ilginot one. Uh, because Ilginot got mastery and the proc is good. And Earthshock, the proc is awesome and got uh, agility. It's awesome even if we don't like much the Aethys. Uh, it works so fun that uh, it's a good uh, trinket for every agile class, uh, in fact. Fair enough. And again, a lot of the trinkets are probably going to be lots of new math and data coming out when Karazhan is live, if yes. you're watching this in the future, or of course, Trial of Valor. So, tier 19 now, which was just recently buffed again. So, tier 19 for the Doom Blade Battle Gear for Subtlety Rogue is that a two pieces that Night Blade. Last two additional seconds per combo point spent. So that's either 10 normally or 12 with deeper stratagem. And the four piece is that Shadow Strike has a 100% chance to generate one combo point when used on targets affected by Nightblade. So more combo points 
after already having lots of combo points, and because Nightblade lasts even longer, you don't have to use the combo points on Nightblade. So, these seem pretty good, maybe? Yeah, yeah. Uh, the two parts is uh, really good for both single target and AoE, because um, it means that uh, in single target you can do more eviscerate, uh, and your uh, finality pandemic will uh, last a bit longer, because um, with finality you want to let the uh, night night blade uh, fall off uh, a while uh, when you don't have finality buff you just refresh it when uh, it gets in pandemic threshold so and uh, it's very good for aoe because the more uh, night blade lasts the more you can put on enemy so if you have like uh, i don't know 10 enemies you can night blade everyone very quickly and you don't have to refresh every time. Yeah, I was looking. So at I think it will be a good, a good thing. And the four part is really good because it means that you will have to only do two shadow strike with premeditation to get a finisher. So I can't give the number yet because I uh, it's implemented in simulation craft. But uh, since I think it will be changed, I don't spend much time on it. But uh, it look it looks good. Yeah, it look, it's hard to, I always want to bring these up, and of course, as the feature goes through, we'll talk about tier 20s, when tier 20s not out yet, but set bonuses are not, like, my set bonuses for enhancement are both kind of like, eh, but these for sub stand out to me as, like, really more powerful than some other set bonuses I've seen, so these look pretty, pretty scary. Is the same gearing effect the same way for assassination to subtlety then? Like, do you know what four pieces you'd wear and what two you wouldn't wear? Or does that, again, come down to that? Mm. It, in fact, it doesn't matter much because since we got Titanforge uh, thing, um, and you will just take uh, the best uh, piece you want to replace. So... There is no beast list, and we can't say at least at least yet yet uh, which will be the four best pieces. But uh, it might be th there will be four pieces that are better than others. But uh, it really depends on what you get because of Titanforge and socket. Mm. Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. So now. How about some rotate? Any overview or do's and don'ts or things that people need to make sure you want to leave sub rogues with? I mean, Zarin, did you have anything you wanted to to toss into this subtlety rogue bucket? Like things you want to close out with? Uh, basically, don't waste combo points. Don't waste energy. Uh, make sure you do at least uh, like the maximum amount of shadow strikes and ever shadow dance. Uh, abuse for, uh, shuriken, I mean, fun of nice. It is the same thing, really. Sure, I'll shuriken storm uh, whenever you can, just to generate more combo points, and hope you get uh, goma procs. That's that's about it. Like, hmm. I think. Uh oh. It's so, oh, we lost. Vigi crashed out of the call. Oh no. Vigi, come back. Hopefully, that she reconnects in a moment, because it. I mean. It messes up the cameras, I suppose. Oh, oh, good God. Oh, well, everything is dead forever now. I, what happened? <laughs> uh, we're gonna go over and talk about Outlaw now, if that's anything else. Did you want anything, anything else to that, Athis, for, for sub? Your camera's messed up right now. I can't even show you on screen. 
Oh, um, just pray for the legendary boots. <laughs> That's all. Oh, just try to get legendary boots. That's yeah. That's pray, praise the uh, RNG. There we go. Veggie's back. Hello, welcome back. Hi. Yeah. Sorry, I just see it again. <laughs> um, okay. So outlaw time. So this will be a, a, a mixed mixed bag here. Veggie's been playing a lot of outlaw. Uh, do you want to walk me through? Let me boot up the outlaw talents here about how, like, what the hierarchy of Outlaw talents, and if there's, like, a... You told me that there was basically a, a spec that you pick and you never change it, but what about Cannonball Barrage, though? Uh, okay, so Outlaw talent-wise... <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, starting off of row 15, you got Ghostly Strike. You can potentially take Swordmaster on AUE, like, such as in Mythic Plus, but I still supposed to strike mostly because it, it it's better for like the actual big targets such as bosses and primary kill targets mm -hmm. um going to row 30 um you usually want to go with grappling hook however if you have the rogue legendary boots for outlaw uh you actually want to take hit and run um uh hit and run the increased run speed because of how the, uh, the outlaw boots run work. What do the outlaw boots grant? Uh, the damage of your run-through is, is increased by 20% of your movement speed. And hit and run affects that? Yes. Oh, okay. Yes. Well, that, okay, Blizzard. Okay. Sprint also affects it. Um, Sprint yes. becomes a DPS cooldown? Yes, it does. Okay. Well, all right. Okay, going on to 45, you have you take deeper stratagem. It's just better than the other two. Because, again, what Aethis said during the sub-part of the, this conversation, um, deeper stratagem effectively acts like a mini-anticipation, while also increasing the damage of your finishers by 10%. Something, it's just hard to argue with that. Sure. Um, going on to 60, um... It's elusiveness or cheat death, depending on the fight and what you want want to have. But super Estus flask, iron stomach, though. Yeah, I mean. <laughs> okay, crimson vial can be useful in some situations, but it's better to have the elusiveness or cheat death. That's fair. Just my opinion. Um, seventy-five. It's kind of just like. PvP slash stun stuff. Like, usually I just run with Prey on the week for Mythic Plus because of um, Between the Eyes and stunning targets. Mm, sure. Going on to 90, um, in the majority of situations, you'll want to take Alacrity. There are, if you really need more on-demand burst AOE, Cannonball Barrage is an option. But I, I found, like, in a lot of those situations, you're still going to want to lean towards Alacrity. Because for all, it's really not that hard to keep up Alacrity. Hmm. Is the... Yeah. Because the, the question I, I bring up with Alacrity is, obviously, you get more benefit for Blade Flurry, right, with Alacrity. Yeah, it looks like well, Alacrity ends up affecting, like, all your damage, not just... Right. Your not not just a 60-second, yeah. you know, one-minute cooldown. Hmm. 
Okay. And then going on to 100, you're pretty much always going to want to take Mark for death. Interesting. Is it so... So, there's a lot of back and forth here. So, I'll, I'll, I, I, yeah, I, I think it was either Atheist or Zarian who said that you can potentially take DFA in certain AVU situations now since they buffed it. Right. But the synergy Mark for Death has was just hard to beat. Because um, the, tr the true bearing proc from Roll the Bones mm -hmm. uh, ends up affecting Mark for Death. Mm hmm. So if you got your bearing, you of course the dread lids up. Suddenly, you can like fire off a whole bunch of mark for deaths. Yeah, they've they have, admittedly, nerfed some of the, the toxic synergies. I would say with, um, with true bearing and even blurred time. Uh, or is it called blurred time? What was yes. it? Yes. Right. I think. It's called repository, or no, never mind. Different no, one. blurred time. Yeah, it's blurred time. Because oh. the problem that was happening with, with Outlaw earlier was that true bearing would reduce the cooldowns of AR, and then AR reduces the cooldowns of everything else. So you had this ridiculous nonsense where in beta, Outlaw rogues were just rolling the bones over and over and over and over and over again because the only proc that mattered was true bearing. Because you'd wanted to get back into the AR window again, so you basically just spammed Mark for Death yeah. to get AR back up, to go back into AR, to get... It was it was awful. I mean, Blurred Time's not the only good buff you can have nowadays, but it's still one of the better ones because of the synergy it does have with AR and Mark for Death. Right. Absolutely. And then I, I had to bring back up, so no, no Killing Spree mention. No. No killing spree. I mean, yeah, I, I don't know. They, <laughs> it's just they nerfed it from what it used to be. Hmm. It's like and in a lot about... of situations where you could take it. At, like, like, if you really need the on-demand burst, Cannibal Barrage might arguably be better because it also doesn't you still have control of your character, and you're still actually like using attacks. Sure. Don't like or not. It, it's like this. The niches where it would have been useful, it, it just I don't know. It's not there. How about slice and dice? Because there's a lot of back and forth about slice and dice. As you start giggling, I know, like, because people were like, "Okay, roll the bones is terrible. Slice and dice is gonna be the talent we need to take for all the time." But then they, they, they rebalance them again, but they rebalance slice and dice like 755,000 times. Here's, so, the, here's the thing like, every time they've made slice and dice a little better, within like a few days, like there's another build where it's like roll the bones becomes better again. <laughs> it, it's just like, because the problem with making slice and dice better than roll the bones is that it takes away pretty much the majority of the synergy built around Outlaw. Right. It literally becomes an easier version of old combat, which, mm. <laughs> I mean, old combat was a pretty straightforward spec, mm -hmm. but I don't know. It... Hmm. Yeah, it's a weird one. This is, going back again, this is just confirming my, you know, my beta first and second pass thoughts that there was so much hubbub blue about slice and dice versus roll the bones, and it... it Obviously, rolling, if you called it Yahtzee, I call it Super Saiyan. If you roll a 6+, plus, you're like, oh! Um, 
that noise or other noises. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. out on it. So. Yeah, it's anything else yeah. that you, Athis or or Zary, anything on talents you want to touch on real quick here about? It seems pretty. Outlaw seems pretty almost the most cut and dry of all of them for many <clears throat> many reasons. Yes. Nothing. Yeah, I think uh, everything oh. has been said. So I don't have much to say, but uh, yeah, Outlaw is all about LNG. So even if you take bad talents, if you get good LNG, you will do well. So. <laughs> <laughs> well, oh, I mean, that's hopefully not that's the only true part. But yeah, you're not wrong for sure. Conversely, you could take the right talents and do poorly because you just keep rolling buried treasure. <laughs> also, it depends. What's wrong with buried treasure? I mean, if you have Curse of the Dreadblades up, buried treasure is literally useless. Mm. That's too bad. That's the one that has the heal built into it now, too, or something? Or no? No. You're thinking of Grand Melee. Oh, Grand Melee. I changed them so many times. That's fair enough. And Zarian, anything? Don't worry, I color code mine. <laughs> Others, I'd get them messed up too. Uh, about that, even about dance, so, because I could rant about rolling bones for like days. Well, I mean, we, we don't have days, but you know. <laughs> but no, nothing other than roll the bones. No, roll the bones needs to go, and then like there's something to talk about about the spec, but yeah. But it looks so good, and the sound effect is so good. I um, mean, it's original and it's interesting, but it's like ridiculously toxic for the gameplay. Mm, it's... You're, not, you're not wrong. They said, uh, like, uh, some days ago, that they will look at Outlaw because they like where the bone, but they feel like uh, the output is a bit low. So I think Outlaw will be buffed. Um, I'm a bit scared that it will be over buff, so mm. we will see. Yeah, that was brought they'll, up too. They'll probably just like revert like the nerfs they did to it before Mythic. <sighs> knowing them, knowing Blizzard, they'll take as, the quick and easy. As long as they don't revert the the top the cooldown reduction benefit of Roll the Bones, because true bearing was really bad because they can't do that. But hopefully, we'll something else. We'll see. Um, how about the artifacts? So the Dreadblades, um, got some, of course, got the, the graph here for the Dreadblades. Boop! About the path. This seems pretty straightforward. There's nothing really, really crazy about it. There's, like, the little tertiary path at the very end there, but that's, that's about it, really. Anything else you wanted to denote about, uh, the artifact path and the, the, the power of the different golden traits? Fiji, what's up with these? Uh, I don't know. Like, a lot of the outlaw traits are just pretty boring, actually. Like, they just, like, passively affect your damage. Like, Greed and Blunderbuss actually don't actively affect the damage at all. They're literally just passive procs on abilities that you have. Yeah, I mean, Greed is just and, run through, yeah. occasionally awakens it, making you AoE damage, and heals you. Yeah, and then in Blur Time, it's, like, faster CD. Okay. I, I don't know. Like, uh, the outlaw traits are just really... Like, in comparison to how much they change your gameplay, compa in comparison to subtlety or assassination, they, they don't really change it that much. 
It's actually weird that after you get you go Hidden Blade and you go Blade Dancer and then you get yeah. Torture and Strikes, and then you you don't finish up to go to Blurred Time. I no. was so thinking that Blurred Time would be so powerful just because of how it much... isn't. It's, it's like after like a lot of the traits like after Fortune Strikes really aren't that powerful. Hmm. In comparison to the earlier traits that you get. It's it's it looks a little bit. Everything is so much just flat damage. Yeah, you know? uh, it, it doesn't really change your play too much. <laughs> Which I guess is fine too. It, it 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 shores up some weaknesses, I suppose. You get some you know some energy cost reductions in your finisher moves. The so finishers because they're kind of expensive as outlaw like baseline before you get Fatebringer. They're a little bit pricey, but outlaw is still very. A lot of the RNG involved goes back to to uh your mastery yeah well Fatebringer, uh fate thirst and fortune strikes are actually like i believe our three most powerful artifact traits for outlaw so do you mean a fortune strike or a fortune strike though <laughs> oh my god <laughs> uh fortune strikes uh <laughs> fate thirst the f and Fatebringer. yeah it's, some of the trait names are really confusing, like Fortune's Strike and Fortune Strikes. Oh, yeah, because you have Fortune's Strike, and then you have Fortune yeah. Strikes. <laughs> oh, come on, Blizzard. What is this? That's, 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 that's definitely very true. Yeah. That's a little weird. I mean, it's all very piratey. I mean, you got Black Powder, and of course, you got the Blunderbuss upgrade that randomly procs and stuff like that. And... Uh, hmm. But that, that looks pretty straightforward. Again, the, the picture, of course, is posted in the Discord. But that's... Yeah, that's I, that. Our traits are pretty boring. I would I would then assume that, similar to Subtlety, there's probably no eye-level shenanigans with relics, because weapon damage is probably very important for Outlaw. Mm, yes and no. Um, some of the... Like, some of the relics are actually really strong, such as... The run through damage, reduced energy, cost on finishers, increased mm -hmm. combo potency procs. But, like, yeah, there are situations where, like, you will actually use a lower eye level relic rather than use, like, a shittier trait. Like, if you if you were to get the a relic that gives the trait that, um, or that, you know, affects Blade Flurry, um, Blade Dancer, uh, like, depending on how high the eye level of the relic is, you might not actually use it over a lower eye level relic that's, say, affected run through via Fate's Thirst. That makes sense. Yeah. Yeah, it seems like almost on every artifact, there are, let me do it, one, it's one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, I think, like, every artifact, I believe, has either eight or nine, three or three. Probably nine three of threes. And, like, three of them are always the best. And three of them are always, like, eh. And then two are your utility ones, but you're, like, never, ever, ever put something in these. Because then it's always going to be, like, a, just a straight DPS loss. Um, yeah, so, okay. That's fair enough. How about... Zarian, go back to you again. Because you've been talking about legendaries this whole time. How about legendary tier list? Um, well, I don't want to, you know, rub salt in the wound for 
Vinji not having the boots or anything. The stupid belt. Sadness. The legendaries for Outlaw, where do they lie? Well, the best one is actually the shared one, Insignia of Ravenhold, just because you cast uh, Saber Strike. Uh, yeah, I think it's called. No, Saber Slash. I'm, I'm confusing it a bit, like uh -huh. Sinister Strike for no particular reason. Uh, it's, you cast Saber Slash a lot, so Insignia is the best one. The boots are like very close second, but they are actually probably best if you like Mark for it, Eviscerate a lot on AoE. Then you have, well, yeah, you have the bracers, which are kind of shit. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> and then the AoE one, which is well, pretty recent on AoE, and then the shared ones. Uh, Outlaw doesn't have the cloak, which Sapen Assassination has. Right, because it doesn't have doesn't have Fan of Knives or Shuriken Storm. Yeah. Fair enough. Uh, let's see. I have I have trinkets on here. Are there any? A uh, trinket is probably pretty similar to assassination. Then I mean, that uh, we have right now. It's really good for oh? Allah. Right. For sock trinket. Which is basically just a new dragon spine trophy. Every expansion they pretty remake much. the thing and, and rebrand it as something yeah. else. It's the same thing. Nothing else stands out though. Anything in particular? Uh, six other fans also really good. But I think I said it was like good for every spec for rogue. If you can get a high level one. Mm-hmm. Very, very um, true. Yeah. How about... Like, it, oh. There's just, like, a generalized, like, trinket list. And, it, yeah, it, it's going to depend on affixes and Titanforged on those trinkets from Mythic Plus. Neither, none of you mentioned the stupid Wither Gym stat stick that we had chances to get for uh, two weeks. Um, this one is really, really good for Outlaw. Because um, yeah. most of the trinkets are mastery, and mastery is very garbage for outlaw. Uh, so um, this is, this one is better than the mythic Ilginot one. So because it got mastery, the mastery is pretty useless for the outlaw. So hmm. do the withered gym when you can, because the trinket is really really strong. And if you can get it in Titanforge, uh, you will be really really happy. The problem with the withered gym trinket is. Outside of when you bugged and was up two times two weeks in a row, I think yeah. you won't be up for like another two months. <laughs> so good luck farming that. Yeah, the world boss system in Legion's a little yeah. weird. <laughs> if they're only one per eleven weeks, like ooh, 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 ooh. Um, and actually, I think I didn't go over. I was gonna go over. You brought up secondary stats, Aethys. So, did we bring up subs secondary stat priority? And then if you want to give outlaws there as well. Just to make sure I recap that. Um, yeah, so for PC, you want to go Mastery, then Versatility, then Critical Strike, then Ast. But it doesn't mean that Ast is useless because you need at least 10 or 15% of Ast, depending on if you get the legendary boots or not. Because uh, if you don't have enough Ast, you will not have enough GCD uh, during the Shadow Dance. So. Um, okay. Ast is really low weighted, but uh, don't don't suggest in your it. Uh, you need a bit of it to be good. And for outlaw, right. um, basically it's a crit and uh, ast and more versatility and no mastery at all. Well, I, so, I mean uh, you 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 can take mastery, but uh, it's better to take versatility than mastery. 
So, so main gauge isn't that good? You don't want to stack mastery on outlaw? That's not. No, it, it's a bit awful. Um, hmm. The thing is, um, outlaw is a slow pass or fast pass spec. So, Ast is uh, is more reliable than mastery for energy. That's why we prefer uh, Ast over mastery. And crit versus here very good because uh, we can hit harder, basically. Hmm. Fair enough. That makes sense. So, turn 19 then, for the, the pirate rogue, is the Doomblade Battle Gear, of course, which is uh, two pieces. Saber Slash has an additional 10% chance to trigger main gauge. That's why I brought this up, that you get 10% free mastery on your turn 19. This is pretty good. And then the four pieces that run through has a 50% chance to make your next Saber Slash cost no energy. That seems pretty powerful, just because you just get even more Saber Slashes, which of course can duplicate themselves, and then of course give you even more combo points. So, how does that work out, Vigi? Uh, honestly, I mean, it's pretty passive, like the other, well, like kind of like assassinations, but... <sighs> So, like, the thing is that, like, during some of your Roll the Bones buffs and, like, AR and such, you're already going to be effectively, like, GCD capped and spamming Saber Slash anyways while run throwing. Like, it, it's, I mean, it's okay, but it's not super good. Kind Fair enough. It, it's like, oh, I mean... I can see being really good, like, when you don't have those, like, good RNG buffs, but when you do, it's like, you're not even going to notice it, type thing. Yeah, they're both, it's, it's weird that, like, uh, maybe Blizzard, like, they, they know that, I mean, obviously, getting a free amount of extra, um, mastery works, I suppose, but you don't ever want to stack it on gear, but then they give you, like, a, a just RNG free combo point or free energy cost rather on your um your main builder. I don't know. It seems like the weakest of the three sets because at least with you know with with sub you're gonna roll in even more combo points and with assassination you're doing the same thing. You're doing more bleed damage or doing more poison damage, which is the whole point of the spec. So yeah, I wonder if if tier nineteen do blade for outlaw will get tweaked a little bit because it seems kind of lackluster. Do you have a um a, a four piece preferred four pieces or is it like a, anything else there? Because I guess with Outlaw you have different legendaries that fill up different slots. Like you have the gloves and stuff too. So yeah, I, I mean the gloves aren't like that good for like the gloves are actually useless on single target because mm -hmm. it's the only effect that you play. But we really, I don't think I've seen anyone actually make like best in slot lists for like Nighthold right now because we haven't even had a chance to even test the tier bonuses. Athos, get, get on it. Get on it. Where, where's these tier bonuses? Because I know, I know there have been times in the past where it's like if the tier bonuses aren't good enough, you might, you might even just prefer like high yeah. Titan Force pieces with sockets over tier bonuses. It could happen. Right. No, it definitely so. has before. Anything else you wanted to, like, to leave with, then? Like, to close out with, with Outlaw Rogue? Um, we already went over secondary stats, but are there anything, you know, do's and don'ts or situational stuff that you want to bring to light? 
about uh, Outlaw? Um, main thing is um, to do not hesitate to use Adeline Rush because it's a very good CD and if, use it even if you will uh, overflow your energy because it reduces the GCD even if it's not mentioned in the tooltip. So use it directly on pool. It's very important because uh, it makes you do a bigger opener. And also, um, I think uh, for the rotation, it's uh, it, it's enough. But for Worlds of Bun, uh, there are rules that I mentioned on MMO Champion Thread or even on Discord. In fact, they are not the best based on numbers, but they are the best, I mean, in game because you cannot rely on getting a free buff proc every time. So even if it's on simulation craft, uh, uh, fishing for free buff or two buff with a tuba ring and uh, or shark infested waters uh, is better. On in game, it's not the case because uh, if it was uh, the variance is very high. So on one pool we do a big big pool, uh, so with a big burst, and another pool we do bad DPS. So your red leader will be mad. So the wheel, the wolves are fish for two or uh, one if it's turboing, and the uh, shark and the water if you're uh, if it's doing your CD. So curse of the dead blade or adrenaline Yeah, I guess that was the one thing that I was curious about is how. How has the, the quote-unquote fishing meta changed now? Do you, is there a roll the bones roll that you would just build and then re-roll off immediately? Or do you kind of go with, with everything? Or do you always want two buffs? I think you have to have two buffs, is that, is that correct? Yes, no, two, two buffs, so, oh yeah, go, go, go. Yeah, like, like I said, like, if you just get like age shoe bearing proc, for example, you actually do want to kind of keep that because, yeah. Um, and then, like, then the other thing is that shark infested waters, if you have it up during curse or AR, that's another one you want to keep for the duration of the of the, of the um, CD. Hmm. But um, there, there would actually be a, uh, I'm not sure the numbers of it, but like, say you have. Grand Melee and um, fucking not Barry Treasure. Uh, yeah, is it Barry Treasure? Yeah, no. God, broadsides, broadsides, yeah, broadsides during um, say Curse of the Dreadblades. Um, you could actually like reroll during it because the broadsides will do nothing during Curse. So there are. Th is there, yeah. is there a resource that has like a, a reason to reroll, like a, a reroll chart maybe? Because like for for me, uh, if I haven't played Roll the Bones, I think there is or... like a like a logic chart, right? For like I I think it's on a guide somewhere. Because I always wondered about that because sometimes you. Because I've heard I, before that you always just yeah. want two buffs, but sometimes a certain one at a certain time is good, but you you never want to just have one normally. So, hmm. In the frequently asked question on my uh, simulation craft thread on MO Champion, 
in the work section. I uh, I updated the Wolzebone fishing rule, uh, so it's whitened there. Be careful because last time I checked on IC7, the fishing rules uh, were not updated. So if you want to know uh, what I found uh, recently, uh, I always put it on my uh, simulation craft thread on MO Champion. Hmm. Okay. Because there's there's the that's the only part of Outlaw that comes up a lot on my stream that I never really know the real answer for. Like all I really tell people is I I don't know. Check Ravenholt Discord, right? Because I I don't. Because like talking about other specs, there's no. There's no huge different power gaps in like a random chance to have one or two of six different buffs. So, yeah, that's that's the one definitely weird weird point for that but I don't think there's anything else in my notes here ridiculously anything else that you guys wanted to bring up about any of the three specs or, or rogues in general to leave the community with you want to to note sorry and do you have anything else for the rogues um don't play out unless you hate yourself wow wow I was wow I was giving you the full camera for a moment, and then you throw... Wow. That's all, that's all you got, huh? That's all you got? <laughs> I mean, really, uh, it's not a great spec for anything, and I, it seemed to be that still majority of people are not playing it because they were tricked into it during the first weeks where it was actually best. Wow. Wow! Vinji, what's your retort? What's your retweet? Um, it's getting buffed. Oh, 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 oh. confirmed it's getting buffed. She's not wrong. I mean, what are you gonna do now, Zarian? Huh? What are you gonna do now? Re you gotta re-roll, I guess. You gotta respec your artifact. No, well, I already have uh, artifact power because I I was like in uh, among the people who were tricked into specking outlaw during the first weeks. So. Oh, gosh. Weird. Aethis, everything you want to close on? On any rogue stuff? Um, I think uh, everyone can play every work spec because uh, every work spec are well balanced. Um, even if Outlaw is a bit behind, it's still playable. And uh, the utility it brings with uh, Tubering might be very useful in webs, especially, uh, I think, Scenarius. Uh, right. If you only have one rogue in your head, uh, having him as Outlaw uh, and fishing for Tubering can be really, really cool. So, ju just have fun playing works and don't bother too much, <laughs> like us. Yeah, shoe-bearing plus cloak is interesting, to say the least. Interesting in the way that you can just basically cloak Uh, Interesting every... in the things you can do with it. Sure. So. It's a little ridiculous how often you can cloak of shadows and do weird things, which, you know, it's come up before, like, oh, Rogue's so good with fate and Cloak of Shadows and cheat death, all this other stuff. And then, of course, they make it, like, more ridiculous. Only for Outlaw. But it definitely is there. So I think that's going to do it for the show. Of course, if you have questions for the Rogues, you can always go check again in the Ravenholt Discord channel. Or uh, all three of my guests also have a Twitter, which I will plug momentarily after I hit this button. <gasps> There it is. Thank you all very much for tuning in to episode number 120 of Final Boss TV. This is the Rogue Show. Again, next week is going to be the Blizzard 
pre oh, the, the BlizzCon 2016 pre-show special. It'll be more Blizzard-ish because two of my guests, or at least one of them coming on the show, isn't like World of Warcraft only. So there is there is that. But that's next week's show. And then, of course, I'll be gone for a week. So there'll be Bay's takes going up on the YouTube channel, which are like my pseudo interviews slash like fly throughs of the convention. And then, of course, the week after we get back, we'll have the post BlizzCon show that um, the guests may or may not already be on my channel guide. So go check those out right there. Round table again real quick. We have Athos. Thank you for being on the show today, sir. You can go follow him on Twitter at AthosDev or, of course, bother him in the class discord channel i appreciate all the math sir i appreciate your time on the show today thank you so much mm, thank you for the invite and uh see you soon maybe <laughs> absolutely well i i'll probably be doing two passes on every single class spec show throughout legion because we'll be here for like the next 17 years so we'll see and yeah i think so maybe uh, maybe <laughs> cameras there's zarian over here you can follow him on Zarian with two R's, but he doesn't really use his Twitter, so bother him in Discord, right? <laughs> yeah, and go ask into theorycrafting thread where to find out if you're that's best. That's that's <sighs> that's fine. Well, thank you very much for your time on the show today, sir. It was a pleasure. Thank you so much. Yeah, thank you for. It's been fun. And there's Vigi. You can go follow her on Twitter as well at Vigil Latte. You not have no Halloween name yet going on. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, the Pong Champs! Well, thank you for being on the show again. This is like your 17th time, so I'm sure we'll see you maybe in the future, I imagine. Possibly. Where, where, Where's your pirate sword? One more time for, for chat. Where is it? That's right. It's gotta be... You have all this stuff on your desk. You have a sword, you have rum, eye patch. It's... You gotta live, you gotta live the rogue life. But thank you all so much for tuning in. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that is how it goes. But thank you all so much for tuning in. This episode, again, we'll see you next week. For those who haven't seen the Final Boss TV, thank you all so much for watching. Trust in your seal of RNG. Hopefully, Titan Forged Gold. Uh, hopefully, they update the roll system soon because, um, yeah, it feels bad, man, to get 17 gold on a mythic boss. But thank you all so much for watching and. <gasps> Bye! Wave, wave! I gotta change hands every time I do that. I'm so dumb. Wave by at the team. Wave by at the audience. Wave by at the chat room. Wave by. Spam. Spam. Have to pay respects to that everyone. I, don't, I lost it. Thank you very much, everybody. Bye. 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 bye.